Welcome everybody to episode 50 of Dork Tunes. I mean, good lord, how did we get here? Uh, it's kind of funny. I never thought in my while I, I genuinely didn't. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I'd be here talking to you now on episode 50. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time. So, it's 2019. It's our first proper show of the year. Obviously, last episode was my conversation chat with um, the wonderful Kenny Young. Um, <clears throat> and since we've spoken last, we've got a few things that exciting news to tell you. So um, here we go, folks. Uh, first of all, um, I'm so excited to tell you this. Uh, I've had it confirmed the other day that basically I've been invited to go down to London um, in April, roughly about six weeks, to do a session at EGX Rest, so Eurogamer Rest in the Tobacco Dock in London, um, on Saturday the 6th of April at 12pm. Um, we will have a panel and there will be guests. Um, we have guests in mind and they have been contacted and spoken to, etc. Um, I'm not going to tell you who they are because that will ruin the surprise, but it's going to be massive. So if you're in and around London on that day, why not pop in? Say hello, give me a wave, you know, whatever. It would be lovely to see you all. So that's the first part of our exciting news. Um, second part, uh, and we've got somebody, we've got someone new waiting in the wings. Um, basically... Will has decided that he hasn't got basically enough time to, um, he's just so, so busy. Uh, he's teaching outside of work. He's doing his own podcast, um, Composer Cast. Hello. Um, and so it's just not possible for him to be pulled in 17 different directions. Um, so I want to say a huge thank you to Will for being part of the Dorchins family for quite a while, actually, in the end. Um, and we now have a new co-host. So, who are you? <laughs> My name is Jamie Maxwell, <gasps> a amateurish YouTuber type who hasn't been doing anything for years, but has now finally decided to try again. Yes, and um, some of you eagle-eared uh, folks might recognize Jamie because Jamie's actually been on the show before. Oh, I have, yeah. It was a oh, fair few years ago now, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, um, yeah. We had a show basically all around your music, um, which is brilliant, by the way. So you really need to go on his YouTube and listen to his stuff and then send him messages and say, you need to do new stuff. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, actually, that, that that's more true than you know. Like, please shout at me uh, to, to do more because I need that constant yeah. <laughs> sort of uh, <laughs> reminder to, to do work because otherwise I'm going to get distracted by, by other yeah. stuff. Um, so I, I mean, I've been, I've been doing it for quite a few months now and he's getting there slowly. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so yes, so that's our exciting news. Um, really would love to see you in London. Um, so yeah, pop along. So what we're going to do is we're going to kick off this week uh, with Jamie's picks. So um, Jamie, what have you got for us first? 
Right. Well, I thought I would, um, given that we had the Nintendo Direct uh, last week, uh, which was, I think, unanimously praised for uh, the content, you know, everything that was announced, uh, some really, really great stuff. And because they released a couple of great demos as well shortly afterwards. Um, but they've um, just released Final Fantasy IX. Uh, they've decided to release nine and then seven uh, later on in March, I think. Um, so, and Final Fantasy IX is definitely one of my favorite game soundtracks i would say but uh-huh. i am there is there is a bit of a caveat here i am slightly cheating um it's from the uh piano um sort of arranged album uh, that this track is from it's called vamo alla flamenco um it's used fairly near the start you you're engaged in a duel with someone who's uh, just highlighted as blank um, and then um yeah it's it's a bit of a quick time event but the music uh-huh. is is absolutely fantastic, and this piano version uh, is no exception. It's in six eight, and you know uh, normally waltzes and that kind of music is in sort of yeah. three four. But it's 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 got a a wonderful wonderful uh, sound to it, and uh, and yeah, it's it's great to uh, to be able to put it on here. So yeah, so here we go. Excellent. I have to admit. I know, you know, obviously the soundtracks are phenomenal, but I've never, apart from Seven, I've never really been that bothered. And certainly the last Final Fantasy 15. Mm. Ugh, that looks horrid. F- 15's so. weird. It, t- talking of waltzes, actually, that, that's got, um, I think the track's called Vals de Fantastica or something like that. We basically, I think, literally Fantastic Waltz, I think it translates as. And, and that is a, it was used in the promotional um campaign mm. quite quite a lot and it's an absolutely fantastic uh track but um but yeah i mean of course we're, we're talking about sort of Nobuo amatsu versus you know the people who have sort of come after um you know so um but yeah i, I, I don't know whether it's a nostalgia thing but the, the, there's something about nine i seem to gravitate towards nine uh a lot to it a lot more than mm. i did with uh with with seven and i think it was just because i love the more pure fantasy element to it rather than in, including sort of you know elements of I, I don't know I just you know the whole sort of um, dystopian look I, I prefer my fantasy to be purely fantasy I guess Super. right shall we let them hear it I think we should yeah here we go what's it called it's, <laughs> it's called Vamo a la Flamenco and I've probably butchered that pronunciation but there we go <laughs> We do that very well on the show. Anyway, (laughs) here it is.
there we go. That was from Final Fantasy IX, folks, and that was Jamie's first pick. Um, so for my first pick is one from, I'm going to say, kind of last episode that I, we didn't get to play, and I love this track. It's um, called Follow Me Into The Storm, and it's by our lovely Kenny Young. And it's my favorite, favorite piece from uh, the Astrobot soundtrack. It's just a joygasm from start to finish. And even now it's playing in my head and I'm like bopping along. You, know? um, <clears throat> you don't have PSVR, do you? I do not. In fact, the first time I used it was at yours. Oh, yes, um, that's correct. As, as you know, you, you have photographic proof <laughs> yeah. of it. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't have anything against VR. I think it's a, a fantastic thing. And, yeah. and the, the fact that the uptake, you know, the amount of people have been, how many of this are now? It's bonkers Two now. Two million, something like that. I mean, that that's fantastic. You know, it's really, really good. But it, personally, it's not really for me. A um, mm-hmm. bit, more, bit more traditional in that regard but but I, I think the technology is fantastic and I, I've heard nothing but incredible things about Astro. Yeah. they say that it, it really is um, one of those key sort of VR moments for people who um, you know using that technology just just proof proof of concept stuff um, you know just just showcasing where this technology can uh, can sort of propel us forward you know with with how games are engineered and mm. Design and crafted. I mean, it's definitely a system seller without question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Well, I think Sony included it in quite a few bundles, didn't they? Yeah, Um, certainly over Christmas. Until end of last year. Mm. I know know at least three people that have got PSVR because of me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, 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 there you go. I'm like the the VR pusher. (laughs) But hey ho. Well, you can't, you know, you can't deny word of mouth. Or, no, definitely you know, reviews not. Reviews on online and magazines and so on. Yeah, you know, they're they're key, but you can't beat sort of someone, you know, a friend who's got it and mm. going over and and have, having a go. And so. I know loads of people who have done that. Like, people have come to my house and played it, and you know, people are having like PSVR parties and stuff like that. So I. It's great. Mm. I can't wait to see the next iteration because I will be there. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, this is Follow Me Into The Storm by the wonderful um, Kenny Young from Astrobot. <laughs>
was rather lovely, wasn't it? Mm, I loved that. Honestly, I could play that on loop all day. Mm. And I tell you, if that came on in the pub and I was out, I'd be dancing. So, safe to say then that Astrobot is probably one of your, if not the favourite game you've got on PSVR, do you think? One of, definitely. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of, definitely. Another one would be Moss. Oh, yes. That's the with the little mouse. Yeah. Do you know what, actually? I certainly don't regret getting a PSVR and the amount of games I've got on it is just obscene. Mm. And um, it's fantastic. So I am so there for it. But anyway. So now it's your turn Mm. again. So what, what you got for us? I have, right. So we're both Switch owners, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Now this game predates the Switch, um, but the one thing I've found, Nintendo had a, uh, a thing recently on Twitter uh, where they, I think they had a hashtag it was completed on Switch, and um, and it just reminded me how many games I have actually finished on Switch. It, the, the the conversation around it seems a bit bizarre. It's almost like the whole idea of a handheld mm. has never existed b- before the Switch. Having said that. I don't want to sound like some sort of PR person, but the you know the portable nature of it is fantastic. You know, I take mine pretty much ever. Well, I take my 3DS still with me as well. Um, I'll take that with me until I die. But um, <laughs> I have completed. I mean, that thing needs folders like yesterday. You know, the, the oh my god, the, yeah. The, the whole the UI is quick. It's snappy. It's fantastic. I love the fact that it's uncluttered um, in terms of yeah, you know, Netflix and gizzits and I know there's the YouTube app and YouTube, the, the states yeah. have got Hulu, haven't they as well? I'd really like to be able to put my own background on it. Yeah, well, hackers already done that, but okay. I, all, all I want is just blue or pink or red. You know, yeah, instead of just, just black or black. white. I mean, I, I would be happy with that. A bit like the stock colours that you got with the uh, with the three DS. But more importantly, yeah, just just um, just some simple folder functionality, just so I can, you know, port the, all the games I've finished. I mean, you could just say, well, just delete them. You know, keep the yeah. same files, but just, but just delete them. It's like, well, yeah, but I think there's something something nice about having a folder where you can see, like, oh man, yeah, look, I. I finished all many games this month you know if if you're lucky enough to have the time to mm. so, anyway it's funny you should is... say that because what i do on my ps4 is i've got a folder and every time i finish a game i pop it in there oh yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm the same um i think at one point i was i was getting into the realms of sadness where i sort of you know i'd have a separate folder for currently playing and uh you know and yet to finish a bit a bit like a folder version of um backloggery or something yeah. like that you know oh no i've got um, another folder that says to do that's just yeah, we won't talk about that the to-do list which yeah i mean Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I dread what steam steam users have <laughs> so anyway uh, what have we got next anyway yes so <laughs> the game um uh, the game itself is lumo which oh. which at the time um was I mean, you know, the reviews were good, but they they all seemed to criticise it for one major major thing, and that was depth perception. You know, being able to judge um, tricky jumps and things like that. And I mean, that's kind of par for the course with most um, isometric games. I would say I, I've recently been playing them um, uh, Equinox um, on the SNES, 
Um, I've never played it before, so but okay. I, I got in, I got into real sort of isometric kind of whirlpool mm. uh, after playing uh, Luma. Um, so I've been playing Equinox as well, which of course has got an absolutely wonderful soundtrack by um, Tim Follin and his brother, I think. Um, uh-huh. And uh, you do know weren't Steve and John Pickford in, involved in that uh, one as well? Well, they feature in it. Right. Okay. In a picture. Um, ah, but also, right. you do know that I'm really good friends with Gareth. Uh, you'll have to remind me. Gareth Noyce, he's the actual, he did Lumo. He designed and. No, no, no. I mean, like. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so you actually, actually know the guy, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, um, we, were, we, we went out like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, what sorry, it took me a moment to weeks? process that. I was like, oh, no, you no? actually mean. No, he um yeah, he's, like, we, he's the guy who made it and he we met years ago when he was showing Lumo at EGX. Um and then I found him on Twitter and we followed each other and he turns out it turns out actually he went to college with a, a really old friend of mine. So yeah. we have kind of you know, passed and um we got on like a house on fire. So they came up before Christmas, we went out in October, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and I will say that some of the pictures I can't publish online. <laughs> um, but it was a great night. We had such a laugh. And then he was coming down from Scotland and did a pit stop here for a couple of nights, um, him and his other half. And we went out on the Friday. So right. I felt like absolute turd on the Saturday. <laughs> And thanks to him, I managed to get home with all my stuff, which I definitely wouldn't have That's a had I um, right there. Yeah, totally. I mean, apparently I'd taken, I'd had a hoodie on at the time. I'd taken that off. Then I put it back on, but I put it on backwards. So they had to help me fix that. Then instead of taking all the stuff, like all of my stuff, I just picked up everybody's stuff. And I was like, right, I'm off now. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's ours. That's ours. That's yours. And then um, he set me off in the direction of a taxi, you know, and even the doorman was like, correct decision. <laughs> and I managed to get home. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a mess. Woke oh, up the next dear. morning in my bed going, huh? 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, that's my Lumo story. There you go. Um, <laughs> well, the whole the whole thing with the game was that, um, like I was saying before I, about what what the critics had, had said and stuff. It's like I yeah, loved it. Um, well, well, this is the thing. On occasion, yeah, ran into some some issues where, where 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 I was dying all the time. But you, you instantly respawn anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, and I finished it. And even got some of those rubber ducks along the way, which I was quite proud of. Um, yeah. But once I finished, I, I mean, the soundtrack was incredible. Um, and but after I finished it, I was playing on another uh, other games and you know other stuff had come out. But then just it was like a splinter in my mind. It just I could not stop thinking about replaying it. And mm-hmm. I think that for me was just that was the the sort of the key message. There was the just sort of, um, some such clever me. bits in it um, that well, I can't it, talk. It, it it's, it's really so, spoilery, so much, and there's references so much, and it's 
really clever. I just I yeah. adored it. When I saw EGX, it came, I came away and it was my game for EGX. We spent more time, and we still do. Every time I go, I spend more time in the indie section than I do anywhere else. I think I'm getting that way as well, you know. Yeah, because you get to speak to the people that do the games. You know, um, you you just have that kind of connection where you don't really get that when you're going to play, you know, Cod of War. God, Cod of War, <laughs> <laughs> God, Cod of War could Scoop. be good. heard it here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, like going to play the new Call of Duty or, you know, the next Assassin's Creed, you know, um, you don't get that kind of connection. So I like talking to the, the devs and, you know, the com- yeah. sometimes you actually get to speak to the composers as well, the sound designers and stuff. And that's, yeah, I like yeah. that, you know, so... Just- just as a quick uh, in line with that as a quick aside i remember having the same kind of experience with um after finishing uh, velocity ultra and then going to uh, eurogamer one year and meeting the devs there and, and they were showing velocity 2x yeah. and um and and i just sat there and i was on my own for a while but then you know naturally lots more people started coming over and it mm. was just an absolute joy and and the devs just look were buzzing, you know, like yeah, seeing people totally. playing the game, and you know, and I was giving feedback about you know how it controlled, and well, not that I really needed to, it controls incredibly well. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it just, yeah, just having that nice sort of almost one to one interaction is a great thing, anyway. Listeners are probably thinking, just get to the track already. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's the it's the title track, uh, Lumo. There's there's a lot that I could uh choose from if you have the soundtrack or if you um go on to um i'm guessing you pronounce it dope demand uh, is the composer's handle um the there are the sort of the game versions of some of the tracks and then there's original sort of extended versions and there's one there called beef which is oh it's absolutely amazing but uh, yeah. yeah this is the um title track uh, simply called lumo and it's absolutely fantastic here we go
there we go. That was from Lumo, and that was Lumo. So anyway, <laughs> um, one for me this time. So I'm going to play a track from a good friend, um, and he has featured on the show before. So hello. Um, this is by a chap called Gavin Harrison, and he is so, so talented. It is obscene. So this is a track called Night Today, and I just love it. It's from his most recent game, so do go and have a look and play that and, you know, download it and, you know, send him a tweet um, and say you really like it or you don't. Well, hopefully you do. But anyway, this is called Night Today. And it's a rather jolly tune. So here we go.
Okay, well, my next one is from, I think, uh, the term, you know, sort of overlooked or underappreciated gets banded around a lot, but I do genuinely think that this game was a bit overlooked, especially on 360. Uh, it's a game called, uh, well, it's from a game called Grey Matter uh, by a lady called Jane Jensen. Um, I know uh, Grey Matter very well. Yeah, it's... I have the 360, well, I, I have the um, I have the PC version as well, but it's running on a really, really old laptop, and it's a bit clunky, so uh, I've got the 360 one. The interface is okay, you know, um, using the analog sticks and things like that. It's, it's all right. But anyway, the soundtrack is just gorgeous. I absolutely love it. It's, it's right up there. Um, the instrumental stuff, I believe, is largely done by Robert Holmes, and then uh-huh. there are there are a few tracks um, where he brought in a band called the Scarlet Furies, um, yeah. and they they do some of the you know the more live uh, sound tracks. There's a couple of tracks with uh, with vocals um, on there. I think there's one called David's Theme. I think it is, um, and it it's just in in terms of a a score setting the scene, it's it's, it's just absolutely perfect. And uh, and point and click adventures are. are as something that eluded me for the longest time. I'm not one of these people who grew up um, playing things like Monkey Island and and, and uh, Day of the Tentacle and stuff. We we didn't have a, a PC for much later um, in my life. Yeah. I did have. I had a. I grew up with a Vic Twenty and then a Commodore sixty four, uh, and that was the Commodore sixty four was my first sort of exposure to to game music and and, and things like that. But I wasn't. You know, I didn't have a PC or an Amiga. I, my friends did, of course, and I, they told me about Monkey Island and what, watched them play them. But yeah, um, Grey Matter was actually pretty much the first sort of point-and-click type game um, mm. I actually played properly. And uh, I just loved everything about it. There's, there's a German special, edi- uh, German special edition, um, which has got lots of lovely trinkets um or tat if you <laughs> to a lot of people but um <laughs> sometime i would love to try and get my hands on that just because I, I do love the game very very much anyway this track is called um misleading signs and uh, again it there, there are it's one of those scores where um it sort of brings little bits of melody back throughout to keep that constancy um mm. uh, going you know um and yeah, it really just helps set the scene um, near the start of the game. So, uh, so here it is.
there you go that was from gray matter um so for my next piece uh i'm going to pick or i've picked sorry should i say uh, a piece by an incredibly talented guy and also super super lovely um it's olivier derivier and it's from one of his previous games called get even um this one's called we are family and no it's not a sister sledge cover um <laughs> it's of its own and it's really brilliant it's beautiful you know me you know my uh, taste in music you know andy when he was on the show was very bombastic kind of you know um the one winged angel kind of stuff and me i kind of like it slow and quiet and beautiful um and this is that so i'm not really stepping outside of my box there but <laughs> i don't care <laughs> i don't, think you, I don't so, think you need to if you if you've you know i i the tracks that i've selected are, they are largely quite soft and you know um so I, yeah. I was going to include I was going to include a track from uh, I'm a big Ease fan uh, and I was going to include um, one of the Falcon Jetty K band um, renditions one of the old tracks from uh, Ease 2 um, but I didn't think it was in line with everything else uh, that, that yeah sometimes it just doesn't fit so, does it yeah yeah but I think if you've got if you've got a particular kind of niche or a thing kind going of, on then a thing yeah you just kind of yeah. stick to that and yeah there's nothing bad about it. No. Um, I Get Even is one of those games that is on my list. So um, right. next time it's in a sale on the PSN, I'm definitely going to grab it, and it's probably going on the other list, which is the to-do list, which it, we will not talk about how big that is. It's shameful. But I'm glad because last week or so, I've knocked off a few games off my to-do list, So, and I'm about to finish off the council, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, it's bonkers because it's completely just jumped the shark and I'm like, okay, that's different. So, but I'm midway through episode four and there's only one more episode to go, so can not wait. Um, if you've got PS4, definitely certainly pick it up because it's cracking fun. Um, but anyway, this is We're Family from Olivier Drivier and Get Even.
right. So, uh, where to go from here? Well, this next one is on rotation a hell of a lot in mm. my flat. Um, it's from the first Unravel. And um, see, when I was looking at tracks to select, um, originally I was going to include maybe something from Celeste, but you know that that's very of the moment. And I think it's that's still very fresh in, in everyone's minds. And that soundtrack is is stunning. Uh, it, it you know it really just Lena Rain is just or Lena Rain um, is just a phenomenal uh, composer. Uh, great to see her take the stage at the video game awards last year as well she played with mm. she on stage with Hans Zimmer that's amazing anyway um yeah wow sorry yeah but wow that, that was that was pretty in, intense um I was absolutely wasted at the time because it was like three o'clock in the morning our time or something um, yeah yeah so uh anyway this is from Unravel um it's one of the first tracks again seems to be a theme running here um it's mm-hmm. called First Steps and the beautiful thing about it is that there's when you're when you first start the game and you're in the um you're in the house there's this yeah. loop there's this looped um very it's a very short track actually but but then it's it's looped very very well and there's you know lots of other stuff going on to sort of mask it and you know um make sure that it doesn't sound uh, repetitive but um the track that it leads into first steps which is from the from the first level um it's just so sumptuous and really it's really evocative and perfectly in line with the scenery you know it was um what was it um it's based on oh, I'm, i might get this wrong here but it's based on sort of um scandinavian sort of countrysides and you know and babbling brooks yeah and, and, and things like that and it's, it's the, such a lovely little game mm. It really is, and the soundtrack—it's—it's it's a bit like Journey in that respect, or some other games, where you can't really imagine it working without the soundtrack. Yeah. Without that particular one. Yeah. So, but, Unravel Two is definitely on my list again. But... Yeah, and and again, that's that's just been announced uh, for Switch. It'll be really interesting to see how. Oh, has it? Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that port turns out. You know, because naturally, with a lot of Switch games, there's, there's got to be some. Uh, uh, concessions made in order to um you know downscale it onto onto the system but judging from that brief trailer it seems that they've got if that you know was indeed switch footage it um it seems like everything is is pretty much intact so it'd be nice if um if that does well uh, i'll certainly be buying it um and hopefully they'll you know they'll sort of release the uh, original as well so we you know we've got both of them on there because the the first game was just a, I am a I'm a platform junkie and yeah um, totally I will and, and absolutely just, agree with that yeah and one of my friends um uh Gina um she knitted me uh, a yarny um there was there was I've a, got one too yeah, they, <laughs> my they, friend well, did too well they, they sent um they sent lots of you know, sort of pre-knitted yarn is to stores. I certainly saw some in, in some game stores uh, when I was up in uh, Edinburgh at the time. And um, but on the on the official website, there was a how-to guide on how to make your own, which I thought was a really nice touch. And, yeah. Um, and then, of course, from that, there was people sending in images of their own yarny that they'd made, and there were some that where they'd sort of taken the initial design and then sort of modified it sort of slightly oh. so and um yeah just to i'd love it if um you know i've got mine downstairs in the sitting room 
Yeah, yeah. It's um, mine's yeah, mine's sat up, upright with a with a ball of wool next to it, um, just uh, just in my front room. But uh, yeah, wonderful game, incredible soundtrack uh, by two people whose names I will butcher. Um, <laughs> it's by. Good. by <laughs> are you ready? It's by uh, Frida Johansson, and this is the tricky one. Henrik, is it Oja? Or Oya? It's spelled O J A. So let's go with that. If if they're li- if Henrik's listening, my sincere apologies. My God. Yeah, we are terribly sorry because um, we do. We are it is a thing on the show. I am an uncultured swine who has no idea uh, <laughs> in regards to pronunciation. Um, yeah. but, uh, but your soundtrack is incredible. So here it is. This is first steps from Unravel. <laughs>
ago. Um, that was from the wonderful Unravel. Um, so this is my last pick of the week. Uh, I thought I'd make it a good one, to be honest. I mean, to be fair, all of the picks from both of us have been great so far. Um, so, but this is this is a nice one. This is from a friend. Um, this is by Austin Wintry, and it's from the Banner Saga three, which just came out what last year. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah, it's kind of like RPG thing. Not, I mean, the soundtracks are amazing. Obviously, it's Austin, so you don't get much better than that. Excuse me, I've done that burp again. Jesus, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> so yeah, it's done by Austin, and um. This is particularly beautiful. I really like this. Again, it's one of my slow, quiet pieces. Um, there's something about it that it's quite touching in a way. So I'd love to see how it plays out actually in that portion of the game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So so this, so this is something that you've listened to, but you haven't actually played the game yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've, totally. we've, we've all been there, haven't we? Um, it's a bit like I, uh, at I, the I, minute I bought, one of the... Um, the Celeste soundtrack before I'd even before I played that. Yeah. Game and well, yeah. at the minute I'm on heavy rotation is the Detroit Become Human mm. soundtrack. Mm. It's just mind-blowingly good. It's also massively long, yeah. but hey ho, um, I'm not complaining. I'd love. I and funny, I I did tweet the 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 composer the other night. Um, I'd love to see that on vinyl. Yeah, I would love that. On, that on coloured vinyl would be phenomenal. Is it? So, but anyway, hmm. I, I was I was hmm. wondering whether they had announced something. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. There's there's quite a lot. No, of this at the moment. Isn't trust there? me, I've looked. So unfortunately, not. So yeah, this is um, only we few remember. Um, by our wonderful a wonderful friend Austin Wintry. Um, here you go.
Right. Okay. Uh, my last track. I was going to say I'm I'm cheating again, but I'm I'm not. It's it's just a, a wonderful arrangement um, by a user who goes by the name Zach Action um, over on OC Remix, and it's something that I, no doubt a lot of you would have um, heard before. Um, it's a take on uh, one of the main Mario themes, um, but it's done in well, as the title implies, it's done in a, a very ambient sort of Brian Eno. Uh, kind of way and it is it was actually a, a friend of mine called Tom who um, who alerted me to it I hadn't heard it before and it was just I think I'd actually had a pretty tough day mm-hmm. when he sent it over maybe, maybe that was the reason why he sent it over maybe just you know maybe he knew that this will yeah this will chill him out you know so he sent it over and oh man boy did it work it was <laughs> just it was just sublime I, I was just it was just horizontal at the end, <laughs> at the end of it. It was uh, it was much needed and a real delight to hear. Um, this track now it's it's got, it's got a bit of a well, it's not a long name, but basically it's uh, it's actually from Super Mario World, um, as you'll guess straight away. Um, but yeah, it's called Super Mario World Mario for Airports. So okay. obviously that's the Brian Eno connection there. And it is, yeah, I, I don't really have anything to add. Everyone knows the music of Super Mario World, but if you haven't heard this, it's just... You need to. Imagine <laughs> Im- imagine the Super Mario World, the overworld theme uh, from from the first level. Imagine imagine it's sort of, sort of slowed down, but time-stretched and with it on the piano and just with you know the turn the vibe dial up um, and <laughs> turn the lights just, down turn yeah, the dial yeah, up yeah <laughs> i'm sort of i'm i'm riffing off jeff buckley there got the vibe dial um yeah it's i i don't really have anything to say so i think um you know we should uh, just let them listen to it yeah so um, with that yeah. um that mm. was your last pick and that i've done my last pick so that means we are at the end of the show so, okay. well, thank you, thank you very much for for you know for having me on. I mean, it's been, it's well, been years, and it's been an absolute delight to uh, to do this. So thank yeah. you very much. We've you know as a show we've evolved over the years, and um, this is just a new a new what's the word evolution. <laughs> <laughs> evolution, evolution. Yeah, Jeez. I like evolution. I think that's. We'll stick with evolution. It's a new evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I will say to everybody is, a thanks for sticking around for fifty episodes. Bananas, but also um, with the show now, um, the plan is to absolutely be every other week. So it will go as normal, you know, um, our show, composer episode, our show, composer episode, and we will be regular as clockwork from now on. You know, um, we're really excited for Eurogamer now, for Rezzed coming up in Mm. six weeks. Um, (laughs) I need to get everything sorted for that travel, somewhere to stay, um, possibly or just going down on the day or anyway, that's my stuff to sort out and panelists and, you know, drinks afterwards or, you know, celebration drinks or commiserated drinks. I don't know. Um, oh, it'll be fine. 
I've no, already got people a... saying that they're already yeah. coming. I'm like, brilliant, no pressure then. <laughs> seeing my seeing friends in the audience, which will be lovely, but also like, oh my god, I know I know that face. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I I honestly don't know how that's gonna that's be. Yeah, that's gonna be worse. strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, mm. no, um, be great. Yeah, be great. Looking forward to it. So, weirdly, we've already got episode fifty-one in the bag. So that mm. will be out two weeks after this episode. So we will see you in about a month's time. So. Right. Thank you, Jamie, for being part of our little family again. Um, no, you never get away. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you need um, to contact us, you can obviously uh, tweet me at Evil Noob, or you can tweet Jamie at Astrid at, Travolta. At, no, it, it, it's 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 a ridiculous uh, handle. It's it's supposed to be. It's an old Rufus Wainwright lyric, but it's Astrida Volta. Oh, Astrida. Um, oh, so, but but that's if you told. If you ju- <laughs> yeah, if if you uh, if you search for Jamie Maxwell, um, if you see a there should be a photo of uh, of me sat down at the piano with a very tiny cat on my knee, um, so uh, yeah, just uh, just seek me out on there, okay? Yeah, totally right. So we will say goodbye and we'll see you soon. All right, thank you. Bye from episode fifty. Bye-bye.